Blog Talk Radio. And unfortunately, they're forcing all that change on us, so we're just going to have to get used to it. And be, oh, hello, Nats Town, or should I say Sweep Town. Welcome to Nats Nightly, sponsored by FederalBaseball.com. This is Patrick Reddington from Federal Baseball. I've got Dave Nichols from Federal Baseball on the line. As in the Nationals, sweep the three-game set with the D-backs, 8-3 today, 64-44, and 44, back up to 20 games over 500. Before I get excited about this, Dave, the Arizona Diamondbacks, Seven and twenty-five in their last thirty-two games after today's loss. I think it'll be a little bit more of a test when we get back to DC this weekend and play a three-game set with the Giants, who they just split a four-game set in AT&T Park with earlier on this road trip. But a six-and-three finish on this road trip after three straight in Arizona—you got to be pleased with that. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know the Diamondbacks aren't very good, and the Nats went in there and took care of business. The offense um, got healthy. They got good starting pitching from all three of the guys that went. And, um, you know, really they should have fared better in San Francisco. I mean, the Giants have, have stunk up the joint themselves after the post, after the All-Star break. So uh, the Nats will get them at home this weekend and, um, you know, after after a day off here. And, you know, the Nats were even able to trot out a, a Sunday roster, giving uh, Jason Worth and, and Ryan Zimmerman, obviously, with the wrist and, um, you know, giving a couple of good Wilson Ramos, giving a couple of guys a days off before the uh, before the travel day, so it's a, in effect two days off. And um, you know, I mentioned in previous shows, you know, that, that I thought that uh, Dusty Baker did a good job getting Strasburg out after six innings in that blowout. So uh, yeah, I mean, just a tremendously positive experience for the Nats this weekend at Chase Field, and uh, just beat up on the woeful Diamondbacks. Dusty Baker's talked before. I'm trying to pull up his quote as I uh, stall for myself here. Wait one second. Uh, I talked last, last night about having the kids in the lineup, adding a little bit of speed. He's talked this year about how he likes that speed. He always has. He said he was a speed guy when he was in the game. Uh, just going back to last night's game really quickly, we had Trey Turner and Wilmer Dyfo in there. They were back in there today, but last night, five for ten between them, three runs scored, two RBIs between them. I can. I got the quote up. Here it is. Uh, we were all young once upon a time. I love young guys because I was a young guy. I was 19 years old in the big leagues. Baker said, I've gotten criticism. I don't know where it came from that I don't like young guys, but I like young guys that can play. You know what I mean? If you if they can play, as you see, I'll play you. You need that young exuberance. You need that energy. You need their speed to kind of pick us up, ignite some of the older guys. So that's what they've given us. Uh, just talk about that. Oh, I shouldn't say talk about that. I hate when people do that in questions. But that added dimension of speed that Turner and uh, Wilmer Dyfo have provided so far. Uh, Turner, home run today, one for six on the day, two Ks. Dyfo had a rough day at the plate, went one for four, was chasing some bad pitches there in the game. But those two have added something to this game. The Nationals have been without uh, Ryan Zimmerman. They missed Murphy for a few games on this road trip. And Turner and Dyfo in the last couple games have really stepped up and given the Nationals something different. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, you know, I I, I never uh, never turned down a, a request to talk about uh, Trey Turner. I mean, I, I really like the guys all around game. We saw today um, that, that when he gets a pitch he can handle, he can get tremendous backspin on a ball and really give it a ride. I think eventually he's going to be a you know ten to twelve, maybe fifteen home run guy. Um, so not not a guy that you want to hit cleanup certainly, but. For a guy that, that brings all the speed that he does, he's got um, a good bit of pop as well. And whether it's going to be center field or shortstop long-term for this team, uh, he's going to be a valuable asset at the top of the lineup. 
Uh, Wilmer Dyfo, um, you know, probably a little bit more of a different story. I think that if he uh, is going to stick at the big leagues, it's going to be as, as a utility guy. I think it's questionable whether uh, he'll make enough contact to do that, but um, but certainly has enough speed. I mean, this is a guy that, that had a tremendous minor league season in, in 2014, kind of uh, took a step back in 15 and even further this year at the beginning of the season, which is woeful through the through most of May, but but turned it on a little bit in, during the summer here and uh, pressed to, um, to to need some infield help here. He was on the 40 man and, and got the call up and uh, has done some pretty good things while he's been up. Granted, it's been against the 4A Diamondbacks mostly, um, but still he's a guy that brings a little bit of pop, uh, a tremendous amount of speed, um, good instincts on base paths and 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 pretty decent defense. So. Um, again, another asset. Uh, I certainly don't think long term the defense a starter in the big leagues, but um, but a guy that can do a little bit of everything uh, probably will be able to stick as as a uh, as a utility type of guy. Max Scherzer on the mound today for the Nationals. Two earned runs or less in ten of his last eleven starts. One six seven ERA, one point seven nine walks per nine, eleven point five nine Ks per nine, a one sixty nine two eighteen two eighty eight line against in seventy five and a third inning pitched over that stretch. Uh, one earned run and seven innings pitch against the Giants and a win in the series in AT and T Park. Uh, Twelve straight set down today after a walk in the first. His no-hit bid ends in the fifth. David Peralta, leadoff double, moves up on a wild pitch and scores on a pop to the right that Bryce Harper and Defoe had some communication issues on. I, I thought that was Defoe's ball all the way, but Harper called for it and then couldn't make the catch. You can touch on that if you want. Uh, Jake Lamb, a solo shot in the sixth is the home run ball. Kind of hurt Scherzer again. Uh, you have Monty Thomas, uh, Tomas, solo shot in the seventh. Four to three game at that time. Uh, Dusty Baker let... Max Scherzer bat, uh, tried to bunt, bunted, didn't try, bunted two runners over. He came on with one out and two on at that point, 94 pitches. Uh, Baker sends him back out for the ace. It's a situation that we've kind of talked about and I've kind of worried about all season with Baker, showing a little bit too much faith in some of his pitchers sometimes. But uh, Scherzer rewarded that faith tonight, nine pitch, one, two, three, and then the Nats added on after that. Yeah, you know, Scherzer was, was pretty much in cruise control the entire way, and even though it was a one-run game late, it really didn't feel like it. I, I thought that, that Scherzer was in good control the entire way. Um, you know, obviously the double-digit strikeouts, once again, his, um, his earned run streak of two or less, you know, was halted. But uh, but still, just a, a, a really solid performance today. Um, yeah, I, I will touch on that on that pop fly. I mean, that, that should have been Defoe's ball. Um, it seemed like either he, he lost it, uh, in the chase field roof or, or didn't, um, you know, didn't put as much effort into it as he could have. Um, considering Harper called for it when Harper was still at, at medium depth and had to go so far, you know, had to come so far, I think it was probably farther than Harper thought it was going to be. Uh, even still, it bounced out of the, the center of his glove and, and, and fell fair. So um, e- even there, uh, Harper could have and probably should have been able to squeeze that, but uh, um, it ended up not hurting the Nats. Uh, as far as letting Scherzer bunt for himself uh, there in, in the seventh inning, I was really kind of surprised. Um, you know, with one out, um, maybe you, you, you let him bunt him over and, and you get two shots of driving those runs in. But, but with an out already um, to give up um, to give up an out, uh, allowing your starting pitcher to bat when the most you're going to get out of him is one more inning. Um, I really think that that. that um, Baker should have gone and, and, and substituted a, a hitter there to, to try to drive those runs in as opposed to 
uh, giving Trey Turner one shot to get them in. Eventually he didn't. Um, as it turns out, it was moot because they exploded against another crummy uh, D-backs reliever in the top of the ninth. But um, but still, I think these are these are little things where, where maybe Baker is, is, is still feeling this team out as he goes. I, like I said, I really think um, I would have preferred to see somebody swinging away there instead of Scherzer bunching over with one out. They were swinging away for most of the day, though, as I make a, yet another smooth transition. Uh, Murphy, two for four. I think that's his 44th multi-hit game. Uh, Anthony Rendon, one for four. Espinosa, two for five. Gets a big double in the end there to kind of pad the lead. Um, Bryce Harper, one for five with a double. A couple of well-struck balls. I mean, the whole exit velocity and all that kind of stuff and guys hitting the ball well and not getting uh, bad luck with the bad, bad gods and everything. We've heard that about Ryan Zimmerman, as he struggled all season, things just not falling in. It really was the case for Harper today, though. He really struck a few balls well, but just it went right at defenders. So good signs from him after he missed the game yesterday. It was thickness, but overall the offense just uh, took advantage of some really subpar pitching out here in Arizona. And another 14 hits, eight runs today. Uh, I think they had 34 hits total and 24 runs in the first two games. So. Really, uh, if nothing else, is some good BP out there to get these guys locked in, give them a lot of pitches to see, and they hit them all, all series. Yeah, you brought up Harper, and I think maybe the most impressive uh, um, swing that he made today was, was an out where he uh, he stayed down on the ball and drove through it and, and flied out to the track in left field. Um, that's probably one of the better struck balls that he's had in the last three weeks, and um, like I said, just stayed down on it and Obviously, he's got a tremendous amount of power, so anytime he hits it square, it's going to go a long way. But, um, but, but he, you know, really drove it nice to, to the track there. Um, you brought up Murphy, and if this guy's not the National League MVP as long as he stays healthy the rest of the stretch, um, I don't know who is. I mean, you can make an argument for maybe uh, Chris Bryant in Chicago, but you look at the other contending teams, and, and they really don't have anybody that that stands out the way Murphy does. I mean, he's, you know, leading in, in average and, and, and slugging and multi-base, multi-hit games and doubles, and he's up there in, in homers and, and RBIs. I mean, this guy is just he, – he's done more than, than anybody could have expected. I mean, if these were his season numbers, um, everybody would have been ecstatic and we've still got two months to play. So, um, you know, this guy, is, I, for me – um, is the leading MVP candidate coming down the stretch. You know, I'm equally obsessed with uh, Trey Turner as you are. I've been arguing for him to come up here. I, I didn't know he had 455-foot home run power. Maybe it was 451. I don't remember. I didn't write it down. But uh, that blast today was really impressive, uh, impressive series here. Uh, more than anything else, I think I'm just kind of impressed with uh, his play in center field so far, though. I mean, they've thrown him out there after a little time in minor leagues, working with the outfield coordinator in the minor leagues to get him used to it. But uh, he's got range out there. He's obviously got the speed to track down just about anything. My nightmare scenario is one of those communication issues outfielders sometimes have. I think Carl, Kyle Schwarber out there in Chicago where he kind of wasn't used to position, ended up getting hurt in a collision that's a nightmare scenario, obviously. You don't want to see that happen because they had to find a spot for him. But if I'm Ben Revere right now, I'm a little upset because watching Trey Turner out there in center, he looks extremely comfortable out there, and it looked good the last couple games. Yeah, you know, he, he's a he's a great natural athlete. I mean, he's played in the center of the of the diamond his entire career. Um, you know, like you mentioned, just newly uh, to, to center field. He's got he has less than a dozen games 
uh, in the minor leagues at the position, but it really looks like a natural. And, uh, you know, you, you mentioned the speed, you mentioned the good jump, um, you know, the communication issue, you're right, that that's the, um, the last thing to worry about. I think, um, you know, Schwarber being a catcher, um, maybe, uh, um, not the, not the world's best analogy, but, but still, um, especially with a guy like Harper and Wrightfield who wants to make every play he thinks he can get to, um, you know, that, that's where the, the communication is going to be key. I don't worry about, um, old man Jason Worth in left field, uh, knocking, <laughs> knocking Trey Turner down, trying to get to a ball in the gap. But, uh, um, you know, just the only thing, the only thing that concerns me the littlest bit about Trey Turner becoming a center fielder is the arm. I mean, the whole idea, um, at shortstop is that he wouldn't have the arm to play there uh, as a big leaguer, and then you're moving him out to center field. So um, I don't think he's going to have the greatest throwing arm from out there, but as long as he can hit the cutoff man consistently, that's the biggest the biggest thing that you, that you want from um, from your center fielder because there aren't, aren't many center fielders that are going to make the throw from center to home anyway. Yeah, I've liked what we've seen of his arm in the infield. I think the concerns about him not having the arm for short are a little bit overblown, but if you were wondering about his arm at short, uh, putting him in center is, is a whole different thing. But we'll see what the Nationals do. Like I said, if I was Ben Revere, I'm probably not too happy with the early returns out there. Uh, as of right now, the next game, 7:05, Jeff Samarja on the mound for the Giants in the series opener in D.C. as they get back home. TBD for the Nationals right now. It's not going to be Joe Ross, we learned today. Dusty Baker told reporters there's at least one more rehab start coming up for Ross. Uh, Mike Rizzo has talked about how this could be a blessing in disguise that they were going to have to shave off some innings at some point for Ross to keep him going throughout the whole season and not build up too many innings over what he'd thrown previously. But uh, that fifth spot has been kind of a black hole for the Nationals. They brought the kids up, Gigalito, Ronaldo Lopez. The results haven't been that great. Uh, any clue uh, or thoughts on who the Nationals should turn to for Friday night? Uh, there's a day off tomorrow. They could conceivably just move one of the starters. I think Gio's scheduled to go Saturday night. Uh, with a day off, he'd be on just about regular rest if you want to throw him there, or they could bring up Giolito again. They'd have to clear a spot for just about anyone else. Ronaldo Lopez is too early to bring back up. Uh, Austin Boss, possibility, I suppose, he's back on the mound throwing. Uh, any thoughts on where the Nationals turn on Friday night? Um, you know, I, I really think it's – I don't think they know at this point. I, I think uh, if they bring somebody up, it'll be Giolito to take it, but – um, but again, that would require a move sending somebody down. I suppose at that point you can uh, move Defoe back down. But um, you know, as far as I'm concerned, with with the day off and everything, you might as well just move Gio up and then um, rejigger as you need to. But um, you know, I don't know that this late in the season they want to depart from guys getting their normal rest and everything. So um, you know, it, it'll probably be Gio to come up and um, you know, hopefully he can just throw strikes and, and let let things. Uh, um, you know, let the chips fall as they may. But the, the one thing that I think we've seen so far from Giolito is that he's just he's certainly not ready to uh, to assume a full-time position in the starting rotation. Um, it's unfortunate that, that Ross got hurt. Um, you know, the whole the whole idea of Rizzo saying that, that maybe a blessing in disguise is really kind of, um, you know, wolf in sheep's clothing type of thing because he's still throwing pitches during his rehab assignment, so it's not like he's been shut down or anything. But uh, but but rehab pitches is certainly not the same as um, throwing in anger at the major leagues. But um, you know, just it, it's it's unfortunate that Ross has been out as long as he has from something that that when it happened seemed like it was going to be, you know, miss a start and come back come right back after the All Star break. So 
Um, you know, maybe they are hiding them a little bit here, taking their time with them since they've got now a seven-game lead in, in the division. But uh, um, certainly hope to see Joe Ross back on, on the mound here before too long. 64 and 44 after the win, seven over the Miami Marlins, eight over the New York Mets. Even the Marlins have lost three straight. Mets won one game, uh, beat the Yankees. Three with the Giants coming up this weekend. That's nightly, sponsored by federalbaseball.com. I think I'll be in the park on Friday night, so I'll talk to you after the game uh, live from Nats Park then. Enjoy the day off, everybody. Dog has his go next. <laughs> 